two, one. Are we live, though? Could be. And we're live! Welcome to Supreme Verdict! I'm your host and one of your announcers, John Dunning, and I'm joined by my co-announcer, The Coach! Welcome, What's sir! Up? What's up? How's everyone doing? Oh, I think we're doing fine, and they can't talk yet because we haven't told them to. Uh, let's go around the horn. Let's. Uh, well, before we introduce our announcers, let's introduce our producer of the show. Actually, the man that came up with the questions for Supreme Verdict tonight, and that is Johnny, the producer Slivers. Uh, what do you have in store for us tonight, sir? I am. I'm. What What do I have in store for you? I have questions in store for you. That's what I have in store for you. <laughs> we're going to be talking about uh, in in the spirit of. M20 and Magic 20, like from 2020 and the whole, we're going to do a little reflective hindsight style question set session here. So uh, that's, yeah, yeah, we're going to be reflecting on things like Magic cards in our lives, and it's going to be great. It's fine. You'll be perfectly fine. <laughs> and our Grand Arbiter tonight, we have given a new title to to our judge, and that is Grand Arbiter Zuby. Uh, our, I mean, you've judged now. This is your second judging affair what do you expect from the competitors tonight? I expect nothing. <laughs> but it's I'm right. hoping... Thank you. This is the D&D coming out in. Yeah. yeah. I, I am expecting Pixie and Matt to put up a really good fight. Unlike the last time. Because someone <laughs> needs to dethrone the alt. Someone no, we to, don't. We need Nobody needs to dethrone him. winner, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. It's not going to come easy, but let's introduce our competitors. But first, I want to tell you about our sponsors. This episode of Supreme Verdict is brought to you by Cardsphere.com. Cardsphere.com for the very best place to buy, sell, and trade your paper magic the gathering cards online. Also, head on over to InkedGaming.com. And also, our sponsor, this uh, video is brought to you by Alcohol. That's right, the Scorpion Bowl <laughs> from Stone Brewery tonight. 7.5% alcohol in this big bomber. Anyone else sponsored by Alcohol? tonight i'm sponsored by bell's pool time which is a belgian inspired wheat ale with cherry juice Ooh. and i feel like this is only like six percent five percent but i'm gonna drink three of them so it'll be fine perfect i'm sponsored by nestle sweet tarts Ooh, perfect diabetes in a bag mm. anyone else yeah i have wine <laughs> wow I, I'm sponsored I by bourbon. I don't know what percentage it is, but it's proofed, so it's good. <laughs> I like that nice. Pixie's drinking wine out of like a disposable cup, like she's at a terrible art gallery opening. <laughs> I love it. Oh, all my stuff is packed. I get it. Yeah, wonderful. The walls uh, are bare. Johnny, you got something? Um, just kicking back to some of the uh, Reed's ginger beer to make sure I function tonight. That has no alcohol in it. Perfect. None at all. All right. And uh, before we jump into tonight's festivities, uh, do we have a charity that we're focusing on, Johnny? Or do you, you do. have actually a special message yeah. for the magic we community, have, right? I, I do. I do. You see, we, we spotlight every month the charity for mental health awareness of some kind. Uh, this month, we are looking at Mental Health America. And there's something... This hap I don't chime in much on Twitter when it comes to like community drama and things that are going on, but something happened recently that was just generally disturbing for me, and to see it happening to someone like Sheldon Menery, it's just messed up. So 
Recently, there was a ban list update for EDH. Many people were aware of this. Many people know that some of these choices are controversial because people don't like the idea that they can't play with certain cards. So two bannings was Iona, and the other one was the Paradox Engine. Now, I don't agree, you know, I don't agree with some of these choices. I don't agree with Paradox Engine. I, not to say I don't understand why, but yeah, okay, fine. You, I think you can interact with it, but it's done. People were making death threats to people on other people on the rules committee because of this decision, and this is a perfect example. This is one of the you know here on Tin Street we have members of the cast who want to push for mental health awareness for their own personal reasons, but this is a reason why we see some. This is not a normal response to something. Something's gone sideways for people who make take make these choices, and and that's that's off. So. It's, it's, it's examples like this why we push for mental health awareness because there needs to be services and support out there so people can kind of get through some coping mechanisms. So, you like when a piece of cardboard is ruling your life that hard, that's when you gotta start. You gotta take a step back. That's insane. And you know, people are gonna. I, I know some people might have money tied up in this, but at the end of the day, that's your choice. You decided to put your money in that cardboard. That's your choice. It's not Sheldon's fault. It's not Wizard's fault. It's not any of the finance people's fault. You made that choice. And it's up to us as players to take ownership over those choices and not make death threats. That's insane. Don't be insane. Take a step back. And if this is how strongly the card game is affecting you, take a break. It'll be there. You can come back. But... This is nuts, and this is a reason why we push for things like this. Mental health is important, and there's no reason that we as players can't push for that kind of support. And just recognize if somebody's kind of going off their off their hinges, let them know there are different ways to handle this and gently kind of coax them to something like Mental Health America or any of the other charities that will help find them services if they need that. That's my take. Perfect. And, uh, yeah, no, well said, Johnny. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, you know, sorry to, to bring it real, real quick, but when people, prominent people, great people in the community are, are now receiving death threats for something over something so stupid, uh, it's it's just kind of disappointing. So, yes, uh, it does tie in quite nicely to the mental health uh you know, focus that that we usually have. So, uh, without further ado, let's uh, introduce our competitors. So, introducing first... Represent or with a uh, with a win loss record of zero zero, representing Pixie Kitten Plays and Tin Street Hooligans, PK. Welcome, welcome on PK as a competitor. You get on the other side of the desk. How are you feeling tonight? Oh, sorry. I thought we were playing music. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I'm. <laughs> really nervous because I don't think I'm going to be good at this, but I'm really going to try really You're hard. probably right, but it's okay. okay. Wow. No Dang. one has <laughs> ever been good at this. Wow. Thank you for understanding. Whatever this is. I, I do like the inclusion of theme music, though. We need to do that for next Supreme Verdict. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> oh, if and you then, give me the reins of this, I will, I, I, if you give me the reins of this, if of one episode, like next month, I will make this stuff go wild. Oh, wow. All right. Good. All right. But uh, it won't, it will have to be after football season. Just saying, because oh, here we yeah. go. the three months I'll be gone. Uh, let's, be busy. let's go to yeah, our next competitor. 
with if zero only. wins and zero defeats, representing the EDH Rec podcast and EDHREC.com, Matt Morgan! Welcome, Matt. Oh, oh I thought I was going to get intro music too, but I guess, uh, I guess not. Yeah. <laughs> we blew the budget on PK's intro music. Sorry. That's fair. The licensing alone is is exuberant. So, yeah, I get it. So, welcome to the show, Matt. Uh, thank you for. Your intro music was going to be as Raining Men, and we couldn't get the rights. Dang it. <laughs> it was a good tune. How you feeling, man? Going up against uh, uh, PK and, and I guess, technically your boss. You feeling good? I mean,. T- well, I've been fired so many times by my boss. Uh, it, I don't know if it really matters anymore, so it's, it'll be fine. Perfect. Maybe, maybe some revenge. We'll see how, how this episode shakes up. All right. Now, introducing last but not least, our, uh, you know, with a record of two wins and zero defeats, representing Brainstorm Brewery, EDHREC.com, MTG Price, and Director's Cut, Jason Alt! Oh, yeah. Welcome back, sir. Oh, wow. R.I.P. Tony Scott. (laughs) You can already tell who the favorite is now. Just saying. Well, I mean, he has earned it. So, I mean, how do you feel tonight? Are, Are you more afraid of these two competitors than you were any of the past competitors? Implying I was ever afraid of anybody on a show for no prizes. Right. <laughs> we blew the budge on that, too. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's going to be a $10,000 cash prize, but two great yes, seconds of uh, the Top Gun theme song. Yeah. Now I, got now you I back. can't monetize this video. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> coach, uh, you, you know, we've both competed against Jason. What do you think the keys to victory are? for our two newest competitors. What do you think that Matt and PK can do that so many have not been able to do? Use complete sentences. That's, that, yeah, that's it. That's a start. That's, about, that's, it. that's what we don't, got. Don't argue against your own point. <laughs> don't talk about kissing my son on the mouth. Yeah. Uh. I, th- I think I need my opponents to be drunk, and I need Jason to be sober, and I'll be all right. Right, yeah. All right. <laughs> He knows where I derive my power from. <laughs> it take right. a while to get drunk on You're, 5%. You have two kids. Of course I know where your power comes from. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, without further ado, let me get into the rules of Supreme Verdict. We have four rounds. Each round consists of opening an opening argument, a rebuttal, and a closing statement. A question will be asked to the contestants in rotating order. Each contestant will be given three minutes for their opening argument, then one minute for rebuttals, one minute for closing statements. In rounds one, two, and four, the grand arbiter, the judge, which is Zuby tonight, will decide who has won the round and will be awarded one point. Uh, zero points will be given to the non-round winners. In the event of a tie, majority chat vote decides. Round so And round three, majority chat vote decides the round winner. So that's right. Zuby is uh, the grand arbiter, but for round three, you, the chat, gets to decide who wins the round. All right. So without further ado, let's get this thing started. It's time. Johnny, the producer, <laughs> round one. Let's hear a question. So with regard to Magic 20 and the theme of 2020, we're going to recap and look back at the set and tell me something 
I want to know, we'll start with Matt. Which card, which rare or mythic, basically, do you feel was the worst inclusion and why? And then what magic card would you have replaced it with? So let's say you don't like a card, tell us why, and what reprint would you put it in its place? In, in Corset 2020? Corset 2020. Um, so time starts... Zuby, and we'll it. start the. Oh, I gotta do the time too. Yeah, you're the time <laughs> but we're, what are the round times? Because I totally wow. don't know. Three, three minutes, one minute, one minute. Yep. Oh, three minutes. Okay, one minute. Okay. Yep. All right. I'm no the boy, worst. No. Okay. Okay. Time starts. All right. And tell me one. You tell them when. <laughs> oh, time starts. Well, I thought with the person asking the questions, they would say time starts now. Okay, Good. time starts it's now. Time. Right. This is your now. third time oh doing gosh. this, right? <laughs> <laughs> last, right. Time I, last time I did not do the time, though. This is this is a new job for me, okay? Yes, we did. You were just drunk last time. All right, Matt, go. Okay, uh, I will speak up, and I will say uh, Graph Digger's Cage probably was one of the, the least wow factor reprints uh, I know it's a great card in modern. I know it's good always to get that out there. You know, whenever it gets about ten bucks or so, I know players kind of get a little skeezy, a little uneasy about trying to pay that much to play modern, especially for a sideboard card. Uh, it might do some things in standard. It might have some impact. As far as what do I want to see reprinted back there instead? Don't want to see Thoughtseize that ruined standard last time. Uh, I want to say Collected Company. I am green. I love casting green spells. I like getting value. So personally, I would go with probably Collected Company. Uh, it's just a really good utility card. It, incre- it encourages a lot of creatures getting put into decks. Uh, last time that we had there, it was a pretty fun standard You know, when Dragons of Tarkir was around. Uh, I think it just makes for some really interesting creature. You know, It, it puts pressure on the control decks because they're getting outvalued. I think when there's a, a good aggro maybe mid-range deck in standard it's usually the most interesting something that might be able to go bigger than the the red decks but still is fast enough to put pressure on the green decks so for the pure sake of standard play and a decent reprint for modern i think collected company would have been really fun to see uh, that's just yeah i love casting collected company i've cast more than i care to count so i'm a little biased but you know what it's just a great card does a lot for creature decks and i think it would make for a pretty good limited environment too. Uh, it, it has a little bit of deck building restrictions, so you're not getting busted stuff like Court of Calling might have, uh, but you're still getting a good amount of value. So Collected Company probably would be my pick over Graph Digger's Cage. And number 55, Matthew Morgan coming up. Nice swing down the middle, going to second base, and he will stay there in for a good, nice little drive. He is in position to score, John Dunning. What are your thoughts on this uh, last instant replay? Well, Coco is is a spicy pick. Uh, you know, he he did make some points saying that Thoughtseize was was uh, a problem, but Coco, woo, that's a that's a spicy meatball too. Uh, let let's see uh, who's up next to to combat uh, that. Que- the question goes to Pixie next. Uh, same question: Which card do you feel was the worst inclusion for 2020? A rare mythic, and and what card would you have put in its place? Any kind of reprints. Starting now. Inclusion? Starting now. I just does that have Which, to be a reprint? It doesn't necessarily. No, it doesn't have to necessarily be a reprint. <laughs> oh well, no. Okay. Oh, oh, did, yeah. Ah. I'm sorry. It has to be a reprint. Time is, time is ticking. New I rule. don't know what's a reprint, <laughs> so I can't answer that. I can't answer it if it has to be a reprint. 
Like, I just don't even know. Just answer whatever. Okay. Um, also, I want to say, I thought the theme of this episode was going to be our favorite play style, so that's what I prepped for. <laughs> um, that's more prep than I did. I didn't know we were allowed to prep. <laughs> we we were that's the point. Okay, so, the worst card. Uh, Agent of Treachery. Obviously. It's horrible. It's it's blue doesn't need anything else. It's really expensive. Nobody likes it. Nobody wants their stuff taken away from them. It's just the worst. It it needs it should not have been printed. It's it's not a card that should exist. Um a card that should be reprinted? That's so what I have to think. Well, t- taking that card yeah. out of it, taking Adrian <laughs> and Treachery out of it and then putting something in its place. Y'all have made a mistake putting me in in this. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I I don't know cards. So pick your favorite card. Pick one. <laughs> uh, my favorite card, like one of my favorite cards ever, is Thalia Heretic Cathar. Okay. So but it has to be the same color if you're going to replace it, though. All right. right? Well, uh, always has no, it. No. No. Hey, hey. Oh, uh, we didn't make so any ambiguous. of these rules. And we, all you're doing is stepping on my potential rebuttals later, so let's let the peanut gallery quiet down a all little. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I... <laughs> and number three, quarterback Pixie Kitten takes the ball, keeps it for herself, and gets smacked by the 300-pound nose tackle. She yeah. does not who know who she is anymore. Uh... John, that was uh, brutal on uh, Pixie Kitten what? Uh, for that, that last play there. I will say, uh, Adrian, you know, a lot of people are complaining about this standard format, saying that it's a, a whole lot of lockout and not, be, you know, having your opponent not being able to play magic and or, and just everything being taken from you. So, I mean, uh, t- Agent and Treachery, there's something to be said about that pick. It's just, uh, you know, Thalia, who knows. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. Let's see uh, what our, not champion yet, he doesn't have a, a, a belt yet, but, but our undefeated uh, competitor has to to combat those two <laughs> options. Tell me what you want that question again. All right, starts now. Starting now. I think if we're going to talk about uh, a reprint, which you guys can't agree on whether or not we're talking about a reprint, we take out. <laughs> but if we are talking about a reprint that shouldn't be in there, I want to talk about the worst nature of a reprint, and that is the functional reprint. Uh, what they did was they printed a card called Lotus Field, which violates the spirit of the reserve list. They're basically playing just the tip with uh, getting rid of the reserve list. And uh, this is kind of <laughs> for the, the finance community, ever. for people who are holding a ton of cards, you know, millions of dollars in value. Uh, this was a scary card to have printed. It didn't do anything for the set. It's worth like $7 in tanking. Nobody really is excited about this card, but the fact that it's being printed uh, sort of sends a really terrifying signal to anybody that's got any value. Uh, so if they're going to violate the reserve list by printing functional reprints like, oh, we didn't do dual lands, we did snow duels. Um, this is a signal that they're willing to to do crap like that and see what the backlash is. And uh, I think they shouldn't have done that. I think it was, uh, it was a, a terrible idea. The card's not even really that good. And uh, it was just completely unnecessary. If you're going to reprint a land, do something that people actually need. They need Cabal Coffers. Now, uh, Cabal Coffers goes in the land spot, uh, which is you know what also Lotus, of Lotus Field is. But there's also synergy with cards that are already in the set. Uh, stuff like Dread Presence that uh, incentivizes you to play a lot of swamps. So I think Cabal Coffers actually wouldn't be that bad, even in Limited, if you just threw it in the set. Um, 
you know, because people are, you could build like a draft heavy or a draft a uh, a swamp heavy thing with dread presence. Uh, Cabal coffers would probably go in the set as rare, um, but you're just taking out a rare land and swapping it for another one that doesn't violate the spirit or the reserve list. Plus, Cabal coffers is a, a good card for Magic's past, and it's a card that people desperately need. It's a staple in EDH, uh, you know, and uh, it, it's way too expensive. So uh, instead of uh, messing with the reserve list, why not give people a card they've been clamoring for? That's what I would have done personally. Number five, Jason, out throwing the ball to his slot receiver and going all the way down to the five-yard line in position to score. Will he get it on the next play, Mr. Dunning? Well, you said it, Coach. Uh, he there's he went out and came out firing. He's shown why he is undefeated, an undefeated force in this game. But, uh, you know, there, there was some good arguments within – that round so let's go to rebuttals and see if someone could really pull away from the pack all right we're gonna go to matt for your first rebuttal you have one minute so Matt, you gotta now. tell uh, you gotta tell oh. the, uh, the grand arbiter <laughs> oh. basically why they're why your pick is better and why those two picks are wrong why my pick is better well we already have cabal stronghold we don't need cabal coffers uh it's in standard it was came out in dominaria it didn't. It hasn't added anything to the format. If we're putting stuff in the rare slot, why aren't we trying to make standard better? Ever since the play design team came on board with Wizards, which was about Guilds of Ravnica, I want to say, it, everything's taken off. It's gotten so much better. So why would we want to mess that up and, and step on Cabal Stronghold, which we already know isn't going to do anything. It's not going to contribute to standard, which is their focus. A better standard means a better magic overall because there are more people getting into the game. Uh, Agent of Acquisitions, was it? Uh, it it's a lot of seven Agent mana of card. Treachery. Agent, Agent yeah. of Treachery, that one. I mean, it's like a million mana. Nobody's playing it in EDH. In, nobody's going to play it in Standard. Uh, okay. 15 <laughs> like, seconds. It's uh, But, I, I mean, I don't think Cabal Coffers is really going to add anything that Cabal Stronghold adds already, and it's seeing next to zero Standard play. Five seconds. And Collective Company is amazing. <laughs> Time. End of story. <laughs> Mr. Morgan comes down the ice hockey ring and scores one in for his team. That's a Did nice you say little ring slash. or rink. That's their sport. <laughs> What's it's going the same on thing. here? It definitely, it definitely sounded like he maybe wasn't arguing on a magic show, but running for president because he, you know, a better standard is a better <laughs> magic. I got six more years before I could run for president, sir. <laughs> God help us all. All right. Let's, uh, Literally the worst. Let's go to the next chicken nuggets for everybody on their deck. Chicken nuggets for everyone. Yep. All right. Are, you, are we going in order, Johnny? Is PK Pix, up next? Yep. Pixie's, Pixie's next. All right. Tell us oh, why God. these polls are wrong and why your pick is the best. And starting now. Uh, well, I mean, who cares about these other cards that nobody's ever heard of, ever? <laughs> <laughs> why would any of those win? Who doesn't love a creature like Thalia who who makes all of your opponent's creatures come intact? I mean, that's great. That's the card that should have been reprinted. Thalia should have been reprinted. That's it. Not these other cards nobody's literally ever heard of. <laughs> all right. Uh, Is that coach? it? Yeah, that's it. That's literally <laughs> the worst. <What> and <laughs> going in for the Haymaker and swings and completely... Misses her opponent and gets knocked right in the face and goes down for the count. I think she should get points for just not knowing, 
Cabal Coffers and Coco. I think that's like some kind <laughs> Sir, of. Sir, she will get points from the points three judges in this metaphorical boxing ring. All right. Point, points <laughs> for her zeal. Yeah. There we go. There's 100% she zealotry attempted. on, on Talia. Yeah. All right. Uh, go for it. All right, Jason, starting now. Uh, if you were going to put Coco in the set, why would you take out an artifact? If you're going to take out a card, take out Shared Summons. Because you criticized me for uh, implying we put Cabal Coffers in a standard format that already has a terrible, terrible card to compare it to in Cabal Stronghold, which sees no play because it is a bad version of Cabal Coffers. Um, why would you have Shared Summons and Collected Company both in the same set? So maybe if you could make an argument for Coco, maybe if you wanted to do that, you said to take the wrong card out. Um, I think that Agent of Treachery uh, is is fine. People are playing Mass Manipulation for uh, seven mana and getting two creatures. So uh, Agent of Treachery is playable in EDH, especially decks like uh, Maelstrom Wanderer, where you cascade into it and pair it with Dead Eye Navigator. Uh, it's very good. Agent of Treachery is one of my favorite cards in the set. And uh, yeah, did Agent oh. step on Mass Manipulation? It did not. Jason, I feel like oh, I got way less time on the rest to the of basket it. and uh, slam dunking on the <laughs> basket itself. And I think he broke the backboard, John. What do you think? That's uh that's pretty dangerous right there. In the words of NBA Jam, he's on fire. I don't know though. I don't know how to call this one. This one was pretty close. Uh PK I don't know. Made Jason, some real... Jason suggested taking out a non reprint card in place of a reprint, so he fought against his own argument. Oh. Oh, all right. Ooh. Oh, do we get extra rebuttal Ooh. time? Well, no. no. <laughs> uh, Grand Arbiter, please strike that last comment from, uh, yeah, strike that. Please. From the record, but not. <laughs> right. Uh, not Stark, from your heart, but from, you know, your, your memory. Uh, no, we do get one one extra minute apiece, though, just for closing uh -huh. arguments. Uh, just, just to kind of, uh, yeah, I guess you could use rebuttal as well. I mean, you could, this is just a minute more of whatever you want to say about your card. Uh, and I guess we'll start back with Matt. And starting now. Oh, well. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, we, we were told to take out a reprint, and Jason just suggested taking out a new card. So... I mean, granted, the rules weren't terribly clear going in, changed halfway through. That's not Jason's fault, though. So we won't hold it against Jason. But I did choose to take out a reprint. Uh, yeah, if we're taking out a new card, he suggested a good one. But I was told to take a reprint out of the set, put a new reprint in. So I was just following the rules. Can't hold that against me. That is a great point. All right, uh, uh, PK. Uh, I'm here. Starting now. Yep. I'm, and I'm attempting to participate. So <laughs> that's it. Rudy. And you're doing a wonderful Rudy. job. She gets the Rudy. underdog. <laughs> underdog. Yes, that's me. Perfect. That's me. Uh, Jason or uh, Zuby, tell Jason when he's ready for the minute. Jason, start now. So bad uh, by following the rules and taking out a a reprint card and put it in a, a different one, then you would have put Coco and shared summons in the same set, and I'm not sure how that is a better argument. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, if I would have, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you didn't think of it, because you, you didn't think. You went off all half-cocked. <laughs> oh, no. And a ballsy move by Jason Alt as he walks into the end zone. Score. Wow. I yeah. call it Dave. I think I'm pretty sure. You didn't think maybe about the consequences. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Coach. Uh, this this was a, a hard-fought battle. Uh, PK just came out swinging. Right? I think she is the odds-on favorite to win this round. She has to. Swinging and missing. Did you bring her on just to bully her? You guys. 
No. You had a not on purpose. Thing as a joke. This she's isn't get, funny. She's contractually <laughs> obligated to be here every week. Uh, I would like PK on my line so I can, you know, set her up sweet saucer passes and let her swing in an empty net. Like this is, <laughs> this is. I want to help her now. I don't want to kick her when she's yeah. down. You guys are monsters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and let, now you're laughing at her. Yeah, Unreal. Well, yeah, what, what this is bullish. You're yeah, better than the... this as a community. <laughs> are we though? No. No. Yeah, no. no. We opened up this no. show by, for chiding people for threatening a man with cancer. <laughs> that already had cancer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's let's uh, go to the scoreboard. Our Grand Arbiter Zuby, do you have the results in? What do you think? How did each competitor fare? Uh, tell, tell us your, your wisdom, sir. Well, I was almost leaning towards Jason, except for that last re- "quote unquote" rebuttal. That wasn't much of a rebuttal in the last round there. Um, oh God, it's really tough because Matt makes a really good point. It's I do, but Jason brings up a good point with shared sons. But Pixie, <laughs> you don't have to give me the pay- you don't have to give me a pity You really don't. It's, I don't know, it's it's tough because Jason had probably the most unique one, but the thing that kind of kills it for me is Cabal Stronghold's already in standard, so it's almost like reprinting the same kind of card in a sense. It's worse. Well, it's better than Stronghold. So, oh God, this is a tough one. Take, take everything in consideration, uh, the argument itself, the picks, all that. Yeah, it's... I'm gonna give you. God, a if I had, if, yeah, if I, if I just had to choose picks alone, Jason would win. But I feel like Matt had the better argument overall. So Matt takes the round. I feel like just based on argument alone. All right, Matt takes the round. And swing and a hit, ball goes out of the ballpark, and Matthew Morgan comes to home plate, giving the middle finger to the home crowd. So, so is there like an appeal process, or what's the deal? <laughs> you, have the the, you have to take it up with the producer. It's called round two, uh, but the, all I have to say is the Russian is cut. We'll see how the, the rest of this uh, pans out. I, and, Coach, I'm not. I, I think that both uh, all competitors really – you know, pour their heart out on the field, so to speak. Uh, how do you think two of them are having success, John? The yeah. other one doesn't know she's part of the competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh, I love you, PK. It's true. <laughs> All right. So, without uh, further ado, let's go to the producer. What is? What do you have in store for us for round two? All right. Oh, for the question, second question we have. <clears throat> We've all made regrettable choices in our lives at one point or another when it comes to music purchases. What is the most regrettable and shameful music purchase you have ever made in your life, and how did you redeem yourself? Oh, God. And who's going first on this one, Johnny? Uh, that first pick, that goes to Pixie first. Pixie first. Uh, Zuby, right, ready? No, because no, I have okay. to write down these questions, so just so I have an idea of when I'm trying to judge. Yeah. Okay. Let's put right, three minutes starting. on the clock. One more time, Johnny. we got to repeat the question, okay. Johnny. We've all made regrettable choices in our lives at one point or another when it comes to music purchases. What is the most regrettable and shameful music purchase you have made in your life, and how did you redeem yourself? 
Okay. All right, starting now. Um, so when I was younger, <laughs> I once bought an album of Rihanna's music. Um, and I regret it. It was awful. It's Rihanna. Why would anybody do that? Why would anybody buy Rihanna's album? Um, I've, I've never done it since. I've changed, I've changed my ways. I, I don't listen to that kind of music anymore. I, I would never, if, it, if I hear it on the radio, I change it. I've, I've, I mean, I, I've never even fallen back into it. So um, I, I realized my mistake and I'm, I'm a better person for it, really, because now I know don't listen to Rihanna's music ever. <laughs> And Pixie Kitten coming up the swing and completely missing and throwing her back into the crowd. What? Yeah, that was kind of a horrible for uh, smack talking a uh, baby girl Rihanna. We we can't have that on this show. Oh, so, you cannot oh. do that. So you Pixie, do you that. still have some time at Coach Zibit. Uh, Pixie, you still have some time. Um, how how did you redeem yourself? Um, I've never li- I've never done it again. I've never, I've never listened to Rihanna's music ever since then. I won't listen to it. It's awful. Well, there's two, there's two things that are true, Coach, and that is, you know, first off, Rihanna has some, some bangers, so to speak, and the second thing that's true is, you know, if, if people say that that money can't buy love, well, they've never been to Reno. So let's uh, go, and that that joke was strictly for Matt Morgan. Uh, let's go uh, back to Johnny, who is up next. What? It's a Johnny. It's a Johnny. No, the, the Johnny, you're up. Tables have turned, Johnny. Hey, Johnny Morgan. So we're just gonna throw me in. Okay. Well, no, you gotta uh, say next, who's going next. Next up is is Jason. Okay. All right. Starting now. Oh, I'm I'm second now. Yeah. Yeah, we're rotating through rotation. So. The year was 1993. The album, Ace of Bases, the sign. Oh. <laughs> The money spent on the album, mine, my own money. The first cassette tape I ever purchased with my own money was music made by a Nazi named Ulf Ekberg, who was in a skinhead band called Commit Suicide uh, before he joined Ace of Bass. Uh, I bought Nazi music, folks. Um, it wasn't easy to redeem myself for having bought what was basic bitch music at the time. And then it turns out I had a delightful Nazi undertone. Uh, the only possible way to redeem yourself is to have that CD in your car. Not the cassette, not the same, but like the same album. To have it in your car because you uh, bought it at a dollar store and were planning to sell it on eBay, because that's what you were doing at that time. And the girl you were on a date with seeing it said, oh, I love that album, and then doing butt stuff. So <laughs> I bought a Nazi record, but butt stuff. So I'd say it's a wash. Um... So wait, because you had the album, you got butt stuff? I'm not saying that that's the reason, but I am saying that if she was on the fence... Was that the the She saw the sign and it opened up her eyes. (laughs) She said don't turn around. Yeah. She did turn around, though. She did turn around. What the fuck? Wait, so Ace of Bases is Nazi music? One of the guys was in a skinhead band before uh, he formed. Oh, okay, okay. 
And no Jason all, going to try to score, and he goes up and swings and breaks his own hockey stick, and he cannot play this round anymore. <laughs> that was uh, quite amusing, John, because um, I don't know what just happened there. I don't know how to call it. We I have fucking Nazis. killed we it. That's what just happened. That was the best answer you'll hear tonight to any question. Oh, man. This is, this is the last show, uh, last Supreme Verdict, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, I don't know what you people want from me if you don't want that. A lost, a lost round, you know, is a, a Jason scorn is a, is a terrible thing. Uh, cause he I don't up. get it. I didn't kiss anybody's son in that <laughs> answer. <laughs> Jason already scored for that story. There was, there was yeah. a self, uh, cannibalism, right? Uh, that wasn't even yeah. me. All right. Uh, <laughs> do we have the, the time on the clock that. for, uh, <sighs> For Matt. How do you follow that up? Jesus, fuck. You ready? I don't don't think I can follow that up. Uh, Okay, so starting now. Compete, you can. Starting now. Yeah. Go. Uh, So my days in college, my freshman year, namely, I was was quite the sad boy. My hair was longer than Pixie's. Oh, wow. Uh, It was was not a good look. It was not a good time for me. Not proud of my musical choices. So not only did I have the album – but I bought concert tickets to see My Chemical Romance in concerts. <gasps> and Rip let's bro. just say I was not okay. I'm sorry for what I did. But I did redeem myself years later. Um, not only did I buy myself concert tickets to go see the great disco funk band Earth, Wind & Fire, oh uh, but go. I had a blast. Uh, it was not a night in September, but we hung out by the kalimba tree. And we saw that it was written in the stone to atone for my sins. So, yeah, uh, I saw Michael Romance, and I am sorry. A nice little swing with this nine iron, John, and on a par three, and he shoots it up and actually gets on the green. Wow, that was a very nice play by Matthew Morgan there. I don't, I don't know whether to be uh, agree or offended by that because I actually paid money happily to go see My Chemical <laughs> Romance, so I don't, I don't know if I should. This year, should be, <laughs> this year he, he did should that. be um, ashamed. Yeah. What's that? Oh, it, it was bad. The opening band was Alkaline Trio, though. Who oh, okay. I Alkaline very much Trio enjoy. Tattoo. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know how to call that. I mean, I, I know what I would personally, how I would personally call it so far. But I have, uh, you know, serious bias on, on uh, just the bands picked. But we'll we'll see how it goes with rebuttals. So uh, whenever you're ready, Zuby, tell people when they're ready. I guess. All right, Pig, Pixie, you are up first. Uh, starting now. Got a minute. Okay, so first of all, My Chemical Romance is the greatest. So why? Why would that be your answer about your most regrettable music choice? Secondly, I don't know about that Ace of Bass thing. I couldn't even tell you any songs that they sang. Um, How dare but, you? But like, <laughs> okay, so Rihanna, buying a Rihanna album called Good Girl Gone Bad is definitely the most embarrassing piece of music that we're hearing here. It's we don't true. Talk, we don't talk no, bad about her. No, it's bad. I regret it. 20 seconds. It, it was not a good choice. No one should listen to it. And the album should be banned from... <laughs> 
the world forever. And Pixie Kitten popping up in the ring only to get uppercutted in the face once more and oh she's god. back on the <laughs> canvas. Oh my god. Now we're now we're beating women. Oh boy. This, this really... <laughs> oh boy, we're never doing this again, are we? <laughs> really taking a turn. Oh uh, boy. Granted, wow. this is another metaphorical woman where that she's getting bopped by. I mean, anyway. my my kids sing know all the words to S and M Airlines, so I, you know I'm a little biased again. But whether that's good or bad, we'll have to see. Uh, the verdict is out. The supreme verdict is out. So let's go to the next competitor. That's a second. All right, Jason, you have one minute for your rebuttal, starting now. I feel like you're going to make a lot of people really offended by implying that uh, an album called Good Girl Gone Bad, which has over 10 million sales worldwide, <laughs> one platinum, uh, is a regrettable choice when, as far as I know, Rihanna was never in a Nazi band. Now, as far as My Chemical Romance goes, that's a band that a lot of people on this panel seem to like. Yeah. And uh, going to an MCR concert is like the least sad boy thing you've ever done. You still have a sad boy haircut. You didn't redeem... And both of you, you're like, well, I never did that again. That's how you redeemed yourself? You just went and saw a different band? Oh, wow. Color me impressed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't buy the CD a second time. Well, you're redeemed. That's like, yeah. hey, your honor, I redeemed myself for that murder by not committing Ten a second seconds. murder. Or I murdered someone else. <laughs> If you're going to murder someone, murder a Nazi. Nazi music bad. Rihanna good. MCR. One minute. You're done. done. Yes. Wow. All right. And a nice little shuffle pass over to the wide receiver. And he goes in for... Did he just fumble the ball? And it's back over to the defense. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was... All right. That was... All right. Matt, I love how belligerent, the, the belligerent commentary from Coach is the best. <laughs> Is he listening to a different response? Like, I'm going through different sports because apparently, like three quarters of us don't know how football works. So I gotta like switch it up. Like boxing so far has been used twice, and both of them are pixie. Start start using baseball, bro. That was the first thing I used was baseball. I was for Matthew. Well, go, going back All to right. this round so far and, and Jason's opening statement or the rebuttal, I have to say one word, and that's clean, which I can't really say about myself right now and my Jeez. other reasons. So let's uh, keep this show moving along. What? What? The next one. Uh, this is why you're not a competitor this week. Jesus. Because I'm too gross. That's turn. It's not. It's not gross enough. All right, Matt. Are you ready for your rebuttal? It's like you Florida down here. I mean, as long as I don't make John feel weird feelings, I think I've won. So But as soon as anybody starting now, I mean, when the sun shines, it shines forever, right? <laughs> so we we can't say that Rihanna was really a bad decision. I mean, maybe a spontaneous, sure, but like. Rihanna's a classic. Jason used Ace of Base. There's no redemption in that story. He then used Ace of Base for his own personal gain. That means kind of a Nazi sympathizer because he used the Nazis for himself. Dirty. Maybe maybe sympathizer's a little strong. Someone's fired. But he did use Ace of Base for his own selfish gains as part of his redemption. And I don't think... I I mean, Pixie had a re-intervention, I guess, but... There's nothing to be ashamed about, Pun PK. Point. There's nothing to be ashamed about. Jason, maybe, but but PK, seconds. you're all right. Mic drop. 
And number 55, Matthew Morgan coming up for the blitz and smacking the quarterback, ripping his head clean off, picking up the ball and scoring the touchdown for his team. My favorite part of that is where Matt got real nervous real fast. (laughs) Fine job, sir. Fine job. You get a golf golf clap for that. Alton Nazi, I mean, he's not really one. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's move on. What well, we now, now we got to do closing arguments. Closing arguments. All right. Starting with Pixie, you have one minute for your closing argument. Convince me why Rihanna is the worst. This is a tight round, guys. Take this seriously. Let's go. Uh, all right. Uh, starting, you have one minute starting now. I mean, Rihanna is the most basic bitch music you can get, okay? <laughs> it's... It's awful. I mean, it's terrible. Like, you don't want to buy that. You don't be a person that buys that. And I and I was, and I did, and I deeply regret it. And I, I'm pretty sure that I gave that CD to Goodwill. And honestly, I regret that too because now somebody else listens to it. And I wish I just destroyed it. But I've, I've never listened to it again. I've never... Put it in my ears, okay? I feel like that is a true redemption. I've never gone back to it, never faltered. That's it. Go with the next person. Yeah, let's go. Let's let's keep this train rolling. Let's go. Oh, Oh, God. All right. All right, Jason, you got one minute starting now. Convince me. I feel like I'm safe not wasting any time on Pixie's argument. Uh, What I will say is in. 2007, nobody knew that Ace of Base was Nazis. All I knew was that I could sell that CD on eBay for more than I paid for it, and I was going to flip it. But I flipped something else when somebody (laughs) saw that CD and said, hey, I like that band. Now, if anyone's a Nazi sympathizer, it's her. And look what happened to her. What did I do to that Nazi sympathizer? (laughs) So if anything, I'm going hard on Nazis and I'm going hard on their sympathizers. How dare you accuse me? Oh, my God. How dare you? How dare you indeed? Sir. 20 seconds. Your your sad boy haircut. Oh, with that haircut, you look like you're about to get melted when someone opens up the Ark of the Covenant. If anyone's a Nazi, sir, Ten seconds. it's you with your side part. Oh I yield God. the remainder of my time. I'm glad I'm wearing my and hat tonight. <laughs> I do the big right. Right. Mr. Morgan, it is up. Well, All right. first All right. off, Mr. Morgan, you've got one minute starting now. Mr. Morgan. People don't need to open the Ark of the Covenant for me to burn. I just have to go outside considering my dad was a polar bear, and that's how pale I am. So <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and, as Rihanna once said, take a bow. Uh, I'm going to say don't stop the music and just remind everybody. I think it's it's telling that PK has the right attitude about Rihanna that Jason should have about Ace of Base, and and PK should have Jason's attitude of, Yeah, it's fine. It worked out. And then I actually had some sort of redemption beyond I used it to to do my thing because, yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know how much else I can say. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. I don't need 20 seconds. Blistering (laughs) rebuttal like my skin when I walk outside and get any sort of sunlight here in Colorado. You poor soul. It's 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 hard out there, man. All right, coach. What do you think? Every, every, all the ballots are in. Well, obviously, Pixie 
showing her off her performance and not coming close to what we expect of a performance <laughs> that's even on par with the rest of the competitors. What the other two, mean? however, it was it's still a close race, and I'm wondering to see what Mr. Zuby is going to have for the rest of us and trying to determine who is the winner of this round because it was another nice little bout between these two titanic competitors this was this was a a, a very close knit race and just to remind everyone uh, the the audience watching or anyone else that might watch the recording of this later uh this is a magic the gathering podcast so i think one one point negative for the producer uh but it's okay it was it was a good question Oh, I'm getting fired after the next one. <laughs> Someone else is getting fired, and it ain't Matt Morgan. Let's go to the Grand Arbiter Zuby to find out. The results are in. Let's let's take it away, Zuby. So, I will say Pixie came out pretty weak in the beginning, and Jason and Jason came out strong. He was he was first in neck and neck. Matt was a little bit behind. Then during the rebuttals of everybody. Um, that's when things started to even up a little bit. Though I will have to give this round completely to Pixie because she came out ahead. She inched her way to the finish line on that last closing argument. So Pixie is the winner for question number two. You can't hate Rihanna like that. <laughs> I, I Now I want to make an appeal process. I'm going to pull a Jason here. <laughs> I want to do an appeal. That's wow. crap. <laughs> I'll have my letter of resignation in by the end of the show. All I have to say is that Grand Arbor has spoken. Uh, whether we agree with him or not, it's not our place to say. But, uh, you know, MCR shade was thrown. Rihanna shade was thrown. Nazis were, were talked about. Uh, everything but bestiality. Oh, wait. No, there was because Matt Morgan was fathered by a polar bear. Let's uh, head on over to round three. And round three is very important, ladies and gentlemen, in the chat because – it is your turn to pick the winner. We have a tight net uh, neck race here. Uh, we have uh, our our points leader, our favorite, uh, Jason Alda, is behind two rounds. But if he wins this one, then we are all tied up going into round four. Uh, so we have Matt winning one round, PK winning one round, and, and Jason is still not out of this. So get ready, chat. This is all on you. So and uh, and I Jason is totally holding back. I'll put the question in chat after Johnny reads and it. Zuby, I've actually DM'd the questions over to your Twitter. So... Yes, yes, I, I finally saw it. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Alrighty, Coach. So what do you What third... do you feel going into round three, the ch the chat pick round? I think Jason is going to come back and just smoke these other two competitors right in the face because it's Jason. He's done it before. <laughs> he will do it again. He's just holding back. He wants to make this interesting for the rest of us. All right. I've been holding back, really. I thought I was just putting out the best argument the first two rounds. Does <laughs> that be holding back? You're you're holding back. You're definitely holding back. Jason is. A, right. I mean, neo Nazis. I don't know how, how hold back are are we going here. Well, all right, Johnny's producer. So, what do you have in store for so round three, the most important the, round? The order for round three, starting with Jason and going back down the line, then Matt, then Pixie. Ah, here's the question. So. Dating is fun until it isn't. What is the most embarrassing way in which you sabotaged a date that you are already on to avoid ever seeing that person again? And bonus points if it backfired. All right. Here, and oh shoot, I can't put it all in chat. Three, on. It was... three minutes on the clock. 
Okay, hold on. I was just putting it in, in chat, and we're starting off with Jason. Yes. Yep. All right, Jason, you have three minutes starting now. I know this isn't popular. It's not what you're looking for. It's not the uh, the real zinger answer, but uh, I respect women, and uh, when I'm on a date with a woman, I'm honest and forthright, and I would never uh, misrepresent anything or, or lie to a woman or try to sabotage a date I was on. I would say, uh, I, you know... I'm not really having a good time. Maybe this would be a good time to end tonight. Uh, and then she sees an Ace of Base CDs and things take a weird turn. <laughs> <laughs> Doubling down doesn't usually work on this show. Just <laughs> it was a good answer. It's still a good answer now. Fair. All right. The only time I've ever sabotaged a date was by uh, playing Beastie Boys for a girl. Said, All right, so is that the argument? I mean, it's a bad question. It's a real bad question. I, I agree, Jason. This is a pretty totally bad question. But Jason, let, us look at the in, let us look at the replay, John Dunning, and we will see that Jason Nall has taken the ball, given it to his running back, and the running back forgot to take the ball into his hands, and he just smacks it all over the place, gives it to the fat defensive lineman, oh. who just goes, walks into the end zone for the score. Yikes. Jason Nall hasn't have a clue where the hell he's at today oh. <laughs> wow this is this is uh definitely uh we're seeing a heel turn from jason alt maybe mad at the at the at the uh supreme verdict judge the grand arbiter i don't know but that one yeah none of this matters <laughs> everybody knows i won the first two rounds none of this matters <laughs> all right uh, I, and here's the thing i'm biased towards jason I'm trying to agree with them, and I can't. Oh, no. I can't. All right. I can't do it. What's the most creative way you've ever lied to a woman you're pretending to care about? I don't know. It's a bad question. I respect women. That's my answer. Ooh. America. <laughs> Here we go. Who's up America. next? All right. I guess it'd be Matt. Or no, or wouldn't no, it be Pixie, right? No, it'd be no. Matt. So, so we want... We're trying to tell a story that we wanted to, to ruin the date. I... Or this this is a bad question. Sorry, right. Johnny. <laughs> no, then, just hammered. Then, oh. like, uh, what is the most I embarrassing know, way can, in which you sabotage a, a date that was already underway in order to avoid <clears throat> seeing that person again? Matt can't answer this because beggars cannot be choosers. Oh, oh <laughs> shit. Pouring and I on. think Jason just recovered some bonus points there. And he's back <laughs> up to notch one. Oh, that counts as his rebuttal. Yeah. That does count as his rebuttal. Um, no, I, I was. In... <laughs> we'll cut ten seconds into your time for rebuttal. All right. Um, I would. I would say. I, I mean, I was on a date and it was fine. I was also in college, but uh, I could kind of tell, like, ah, I, we're we're probably not going to do this again. So I, she asked, oh, well, do you want to go somewhere else? And I said, well, yeah, I, I have this coupon. It's something that I thought we could use, and uh, just kind of doubled down, like tried to not really lie about being cheap because I kind of was back then, but I, I tried to uh, downplay Like, I just don't want to spend that much more money on this. Cause we're not going to do this again. You're a fine person, but it's just not for me. So uh, tried to just weasel my way out of spending the most amount of money possible. Um, don't really feel great about it now, but uh, that was probably like something I actively did to try to, I don't know about sabotage, but cause the least damage to myself as possible. All right, coach. 
I don't know what to say to that one because uh, <laughs> uh, that's that's just like normal. Hell, if I was a competitor with this, I have like at least five different stories when it comes to this stuff. Oh boy! <laughs> oh god! Oh my! Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have something snappy to say, but I really want to. That's not. Hear what he can. Yeah, it's, it's not worth a highlight reel. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, yeah, Pixie, you know are you I, ready? Sure. What, what's up, Johnny? Nah, I want to apologize for this one. That was a misfire. <laughs> this question was my misfire. I want to like own that and really this is apologize. The Tybalt I'm of sorry. questions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Tybalt is a great yeah. planeswalker, the uncommon one. He really is now. Make Tybalt great again. All right, All right Pixie. God, you've got three minutes starting now. <laughs> um. So, okay, I've never, I've never done anything to try and sabotage a date that was underway, but I will just tell you the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me while I was on a date. So, um, one time I was at Chewy's, it's, uh, it's like a Tex-Mex place, if yep. y'all aren't familiar with Chewy's. Nope. Okay. I'm exactly, I exactly know what that is. Okay, and, um, I used to work so, there. oh, Okay. So they have these chairs that you sit in, and so like the back of the chair, between the seat and the back of the chair is open. There's like open space. Um, and so I was like drinking a margarita, and I was feeling real good, and like I just wasn't paying attention to what was happening to the back of my chair, and like this is really embarrassing. But, like, my butt crack was hanging out through the back of the chair, like, the whole time. And I just I just didn't realize it because I'd been drinking. And, I mean, it, it didn't sabotage the date. But um, it was really embarrassing. And, like, the servers, you know, were, like, walking behind me the whole time. And I was just, like, this drunk bitch with, like, my butt hanging out. And I was just, like... Okay, this is mortifying. <laughs> and so, yeah, so that was it. That that was my most embarrassing event on a date. So going down the court of the basketball ring, and she trips on her own feet and gives the ball back to the <laughs> other team. I feel like no matter what uh, argument she makes, Coach is going to crap on her answer. Uh, but, however, I, you know, this was a tough question. You know, uh, I, I think for penance for the question, Johnny, you obviously, you know, being the, the architect of this question, now you have to answer your own question. The, the world wants to know. Yes. What All did right. you do to some poor person? Oh. oh. What did I do? All right, start. Johnny, starting now, you Got three minutes. I, go. I I was not good at dating. Period. So there was basically, um, I just basically started making myself sound not optimal. <laughs> it's like it just. <laughs> I I started. Yeah. I I just kind of like in my head's like I don't know. I, I don't even. This is a bad question. Jason's right. And I, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I just basically kind of sold myself. Didn't sell myself. I just basically made myself sound not like she would want to come back to talk to me or anything. So that's what I did. All so, right. yeah. So Johnny is on timeout, but uh, let's go to the rebuttal round. I don't even think we need to go there. Like, I don't even. <laughs> so honestly. How do, you, how do you rebut? 
But Johnny gets his own point. You know what? We could. I, I'm going to spare the contestants the rest of this question. <laughs> this. But we, we do need a we do need a point. Should we just uh, uh, award it so we, we have all three of them uh, go to the the last round? This is the yeah. this is the chat. So yeah, uh, yeah. chat. What well, do you think? Chat needs to vote. So yeah, chat right. has one minute to vote. And while we are talking about that, John, what do you think of the situation that the contestants have put themselves in? Because this is a, a debacle in itself with uh, <laughs> with the question being wrong and in so many ways and being that this is a magic show and the answers are just utterly ridiculous. It, it, except for Jason, of course, because uh, bias. Oh anyway, God. what do you think, Mr. Dun- Dunning? Well, we had we had butt cracks, we had uh, a knight in shining armor, and then we had whatever Matt said. I don't remember quite. But... He he was, he was a cheap date. Oh, it was a cheap gotcha. date. And then, Dixie, then again, he was Dixie in college, that so the... that makes yeah. perfect sense. Yeah, I, I just want to say this is this is a lot closer of a of an overall match than I expected. Um, especially, I like the curveballs. Although the this last question wasn't executed the best, but the curveballs of non magic uh, related questions were, were nice, and I think it leveled the playing field a little bit. Uh, let, I don't know. Let's uh, go to Grand Arbiter Zuby. How do you think uh, we're, we are shaping up going to? round number four with our competitors uh, while we wait for the chat or the uh, votes to come in. Oh, what do I think? Who did the best out of the three of them? No, just overall what of everyone's performance. Oh, so far tonight, it's been, it's actually been a good night. There's actually been um, people attempting to actually argue instead of just talking about eating babies and, you know, <laughs> wow, lighting yourself on fire. Yeah, yeah, like like actually attempting arguments this time. So it's it's really been tough. I know a lot of the chat has not been happy about my picks, and there's someone in here that hasn't been happy about my picks. But it's been it's been an interesting night. Um, th- this question, though, um, out of the three, I understand where Jason was coming from, but I don't know. I feel like he there's got to be something. Like he did something maybe where he said did something where he maybe wanted to avoid someone. Um, but we don't know. We don't know. So, all right. So we have enough results in to, to move on. So we have, uh, uh, uh trap voting, tra- trapexium voting for Johnny Slivers. No. Wow. Johnny gets a vote, but we do have, I Ken, voted for Jason. The Ken Paddle has, uh, has Jason pixie kitten has Jason, uh, yeah, I, I, the competitors are voting for Jason. Don't vote for me because I didn't win the first two rounds, so it'll be a three-way tie, and then nobody goes on to the fourth round. <laughs> uh, Let's Bear just Walker, get this over with. Raphael says says Jason. Uh, I vote for whatever is worst for Jason. Oh, he doesn't vote for Jason. <laughs> oh. uh, but uh, 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 Matt did get one vote from Jim from the Spike Cheaters, but I think the, the victory Jim. winds up going to the one and only Jason Alt. So uh, we do have a fourth round. This is for all the marbles. We might as well throw out uh, the record thus far because this is the round that decides it. Coach, are your nipples as erect as mine? What? Jesus. I have, that's a great question. What I don't know the answer to. Perfect. Not, how, do you, how, do you, how do you answer a question like that, John? <laughs> we tried worse. And I'm why sorry. would you ask a question fault. like that in open public? <laughs> All right. So, so, let's get, oh boy. 
All right, we'll go back through. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, is, it hot? is it hot in here? Okay. All right, we'll go back. We're starting with Matt. It's this cold is over a magic-related magic question. Yeah. So, today, we we don't, you don't necessarily know how this card works because you're going to be remaking it anyway. But today, you get to write one of the greatest wrongs in Magic the Gathering history. A design flaw so egregious, Richard Garfield sobbed uncontrollably for a whole week into the piles of Casbro consulting cash that he receives. <laughs> Using not less than one of the three items or abilities handed to you for inspiration, provided to you, redesigned Tybalt the Fire the fire brooded fire blood fiend no, blood fiend fiend blooded tybalt the fiend blood the two mana planeswalker that was like oh two mana planeswalker and then ren and six showed us how it was supposed to be done uh let's see we're gonna start with matt and your inspiration will be made of guacamole riding a flying narwhal or wearing a flaming tutu <laughs> tell us how you would redesign tybalt the fiend blood Wait, so I don't. I don't options, so hold, so hold, hold on, hold on. As a judge, I need to understand what this guacamole narwhal flaming tutu thing is. These are these are items or inspiration things that you can use to redesign Tybalt the fiend blooded. So so Matt has to then use these items to make Tybalt useful. Then yes, or, make, or I have to use only one. You can use all three of them if you want. Okay. Okay. This is this is all inspiration for how to redesign Tibble. Think of it like you're building an uncard out of Tibble and making it great. Oh, okay. Using a flaming tutu, a narwhal, and some guacamole. Oh, you got to pick one of those three. No, no, no. He can pick any combination oh, of them. Oh, never mind. I'm, I'm going to give you I that. Pick any combination of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Huh. Okay, so Matt, start. You've got three minutes starting now. Well, first off, I'm going to put Tybalt on a narwhal. That way, he at least has first strike and protection from red. I mean, protects him from himself. It's unique on a planeswalker, so that already gives him some value. Uh, but let's give him a tutu. Let's make him, you know, member of the uh, the LGBT community. Uh, he he's red, so he's all over the place, anyways. Um, but yeah, so I think those two items alone, aesthetically, he's going to be a little more unique. I think that demon suit dapperness. Little overplayed, little overdone. So let's give him some some different attire to stick out. But uh, give him the narwhal. Let's give him a steed and uh, ride that into battle. Uh, I know it's not going to overcome for any of his abilities because I mean the only way that he gets to any of his good abilities is you have to discard stuff at random. So maybe he gets to protect himself from discarding stuff to himself with the narwhal ability. Uh, I don't think that's going to save him from being just an overall not great card, but. Gives him something interesting to look at. The artwork is probably going to be a little better. And, I mean, he's, he's got a narwhal. He's got a spear on his steed. Better than a unicorn, because he might find a way to get Island Walk as well. All right. Cool. Yeah, I, 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 I have no yeah. other ideas. Guacamole. Avocados are disgusting, guys. <laughs> but it's the good fact. It's no good. And that's, when, and that's when Tybalt opens up a Chipotle. <laughs> I think that was a pretty cohesive, like given given the the uh, ingredients. I think he made something edible. I don't know. I, I thought that was a, a pretty coherent, especially after everyone's reeling from last round. I think that was a pretty <laughs> solid rebound. But we'll see uh, what our com the rest of the competitors have in store for us. It was a nice little burst from the offense, and we have to see what the other competitors are thinking and how they will respond to this one. All right. So Pixie, same question. 
redesigning Tybalt the Fiendblood, and yours points of interaction. He has you have ti- he has tiny T Rex arms, shoots laughing gas, and uh, walking and is also walking twelve wiener dogs. What? So wait, wait, wait! Tiny T Rex arms. Tiny T Rex arms. Gas, shoots laughing gas. Twelve wiener dogs. You can use any combination of those three to redesign a magic card that is uh, the ongoing meme of the entire history of the game. All right, Pixie, are you ready? No. You have three minutes on the clock, starting now. Okay. Um. So, Tibble is going to have the laughing gas, of course, because... When you take laughing gas, you just laugh all the time. So that that makes him hexproof. Um, so you just, you know, you like, when you have laughing gas, you don't really care about anything. Nothing bothers you. Everything's just funny. So you're hexproof. Um, and then also, like, he should be walking the 12 wiener dogs because, like, who doesn't love dogs on magic cards? I mean, it's great. Um, and so all, all of the dogs would give him protection from, like, every color because there's 12 of them. That's a lot. That's a lot of protection. Um, so he's, he's pretty much, I mean, he's hexproof and he has protection from all colors. Like, he's just there. He's, he's doing his thing. Um, the T-Rex arms, we're, he doesn't need that. I don't, I can't. That's that's probably never a good thing to have short arms. That's so. That's all I got. Getting back up from getting back up from the canvas once more, and it looks like Pixie is putting up a fight. He's going with one jab to the left, one jab to the right, and still not hitting the opponent because the opponent <laughs> is on the bench just having a smoke break. We don't know what Pixie's up to anymore. I quite like, damn coach. I quite like the argument uh, quite a bit, but it was like watching the Iron Chef, and they accidentally left out one of the ingredients, uh, the T Rex arms. I was really looking forward to it, but we'll see how that affects the overall judgment of this round for PK, a pivotal round. Let's uh, let's see what the undefeated one, at least for at the moment, Jason Alt has to uh, come back with. All right, Jason. So your three items will be the summons cat, Tibble summoning cats to do his bidding, laying <gasps> exploding eggs, and thinks the floor is actually lava. <laughs> Wait, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was way too fast. Summoning cats to do bidding, exploding eggs, and thinks Lame. floor is lava? Thinks floor is actually lava. Okay, hold on. I'm just typing this all out. Okay. So, Jason, if you are ready you have three minutes on the clock starting now you couldn't have drawn three better cards for me because this is a perfect redesign of tybalt we have connotations for all these things in magic lava says deals damage destroys lands eggs is a uh, something referred to something that produces mana and draws a card when it's sacrificed and cats refers to tokens the main problem with two mana tybalt he doesn't protect himself you know, and he doesn't have an ultimate worth working up to, and his initial uh, power, his initial loyalty is too small. If you gave him his first ability, where like as a plus one, he created a cat token to protect himself, that wouldn't be too pushed on a two mana planeswalker. If his uh, maybe a second plus one or a minus one or something like that, he made an artifact that you could sack for a mana and to draw a card. That would be better than his current plus one, I think. 
So if you made a, if you you could make that a minus one potentially, or you could swap it where the plus one was the egg and the minus one made a cat token. Uh, you know, we could play with that. And then the lava on the floor, blow up three lands and deal three damage to each non-cat creature or something like that. I feel like that would be a much better Planeswalker. You wouldn't have to push his initial loyalty from two if he had a way to protect himself with cat tokens. Uh, he could still draw cards and give you mana in the form of those eggs, which would make him better to play on curve. And having an ultimate that's worth building up to that kind of destroys some of the lands makes your eggs more valuable for uh, for ramping and makes your cat tokens a little bit more useful. Uh, I think you've designed a very, very powerful Planeswalker that would have at least impacted Standard, if not Modern. Great pick on the cards. Jason Alt keeping the ball for himself and going to score in for the touchdown. And he is going to give the referee a $100 bill to make sure he didn't throw <laughs> that penalty flag. <laughs> Busting out the wallet on the field. John Dunning, sir. Mr. Day said, we said, what do you think about the play that just happened five seconds ago? I would say, so. I mean, the, all three competitors really woke up and rebounded from a shaky round three. This was a dogfight, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, PK hung in there despite her, her nerves and, and whatnot. I think she did a phenomenal job overall. Matt Morgan was no slouch going toe-to-toe with the undefeated uh, hopeful champion of the show and Jason Alt, uh, Alt, you know, never never losing any round, so to speak, but, but you know, just getting... I think it was just better competitors across the board, so I am really excited to see how this one shapes up. Uh, you know, it's got to be better than the shape of my body, which is a sack of potatoes. Let's bring this over <laughs> to Magic with Zuby, the Grand Arbiter of the Night. I would. Lo- <laughs> I really almost had that. I really. Almost Wait, had we that. still got to do. Are we? Oh yeah, we're rebuttaling. Rebuttaling. John. I, I, oh Jesus! Here's what you do, John. You yeah. Get yourself a notepad. You write yourself some notes. I blew my load too early. Let's go back to rebuttals. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Rebuttals starting with Matt Morgan. You have one minute on the clock starting now. I mean, well, we already recognized that the the fix was in on this round. Uh, Jason Alt was given three pretty straightforward and, and easy picks, so we'll we'll focus on on Pixie. Uh, actually, Pixie wasn't too bad. Uh, I enjoyed it. I think in general, this question also a little interesting, but the I'm going to focus on the fix giving Jason lava already associated with red magic avocado eh, let's let's be real <laughs> we got to keep them mono green or mono red not into green um this one was interesting so i'm just gonna i don't even know how to rebuttal this question <laughs> if, we're, if we're gonna be honest oh, no. All right. 15 hey, seconds are uh, you done uh, 15 seconds are up I'll, I'll bank my 15 seconds to my next minute of Final arguments. That's nope, not that's a not thing, how it but works. We'll move on. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> and not Mr. Matt Morgan taking a swing with his seven iron, and he hits the ground and breaks his entire club in half. How the hell do you do that? Because I've never <laughs> seen this on a live television show before. Divots. Uh, it's just uh, oh you know this God. is a very this is the most punk rock show that we've had because it's very anti-establishment. <laughs> People are upset with the questions. People are upset with the judging, but it is what it is, <laughs> folks. Uh, let's move on. All right. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah. Kitten, you got one minute to rebuttal, starting now. Uh, I gotta say, first of all, I like these questions. 
The first one I didn't like, I couldn't answer it. But the rest of them are fine. Uh, yeah, so I'm going back with, I think Tibble is fine the way he is. His his plus and minus abilities, I mean, they're fine. But he just needs some protection. That's why the laughing gas gives him hexproof. And the wiener dogs, protection from every color. I mean, it's perfect. He's fine the way he is. He doesn't need to change anything about himself. He just He just needs a little extra help. And that's what the laughing gas and the wiener dogs give him. Ooh, all right. PK's not giving up, not going out without a fight on this one, coach. And back for the fourth time up the canvas. I don't know how she's making it alive in this boxing match because she keeps swinging and swinging. The guy's, her opponent is just still taking the smoke break, the same cigarette that has been in, in her mouth for the last seven minutes. And wonders what the hell's going on because she is fighting thin air. She is going nowhere. And she is tiring herself for no reason whatsoever. Wow. This, this was me last <laughs> last week, P- PK. So don't worry. Wow, wow. Everything I did, Coach talked shit about. All right, let's uh, close. All right, all right. Rebuttal. No, but that was, but, but that was legitimate, though, Jason. because you had some terrible arguments, Jonathan. So next up is Jason Alt with his rebuttal. He has one minute starting now. You both underutilized your abilities and misapplied abilities that planeswalkers don't have. Planeswalkers don't get hexproof, and even if they did, it wouldn't protect them from getting swung at. That laughing gas ability should be to shrink a creature the opponent controls that's already on templated on a planeswalker, and it would protect Tibble from getting swung at by one of their creatures. The avocado could have been a thing that like uh, boosted uh, his power somehow or boosted something avocados you know they're they're nutritious could have been good for growth maybe you gain life with the avocado i don't know wasn't my dumb prompt to get but you should have done something with it leaving on the table was a mistake now when you got prompted with tutu you could have said yeah tibble makes a tutu creature he didn't would have been a pun would have made people laugh and would have been good ability on a planeswalker instead you said something low-key transphobic which i think was incorrect uh wiener dogs would have been a good ultimate you summon a bunch of dog tokens that would have been cool i really feel like you guys got okay abilities didn't bother to use them and over and jason all going in for the strike as his (laughs) offense just steamrolls the entire defense in less than seven seconds and john this one might be out of reach for the other two opposing sides. I don't know. It's still close to call, but that was a strong round. Let's let's see how it uh, how it goes in the uh, the final thoughts. This is uh, how we kind of sh- these final round. Ra- this final part of the round really shapes what the verdict thinks. So this is very important. I think this this third kind of go around the the final thoughts is really what's been uh, kind of deciding each round because you know we're human beings we're stupid and we only remember the last thing we hear so let's uh <laughs> let's well, go on and hear you too, john all right <laughs> i'm not being judge grand arbiter i can talk as much shit as i want all right all right, all right all right all right so starting off with matt morgan convince me why you think you should win and why your stuff is better than the other two you have one minute starting now why my stuff is better than the other two well, I already did better than the other two last week, the other two non-Jason guests. Uh, I think we know that yeah. far and away. Um, I think throughout the entire Supreme Verdict competition, uh, my arguments were all, for the most part, thought out. Uh, dating question all put aside. <laughs> I would <Of> say... <laughs> it, 
we all, we all, we all make our mistakes. I've made it plenty as well. Um, but I would say throughout all the different questions, I was consistent, uh, may not have hit the home runs like coach was looking for, but I was getting on base every time I was at least making some sort of decent contribution to the arguments and didn't lay any eggs like Tybalt would with Jason's new design. Ooh. <laughs> A nice right. little effort there by Matthew Morgan. Now let's see how Pixie is willing to do after she has gotten knocked out four different times in the same round. <laughs> All right, Pixie. So you have one minute to convince me why you should win this question starting now. I mean... I'm not trying to attack other people's answers because I'm just not, that's just not my thing. Okay. I'm not going to tear other people down just to build myself up. I think my answer's good. I think Tibble, the way he is, he's fine. He just needs the extra protection. And there are planeswalkers that are hexproof, right? Isn't the Wanderer hexproof makes you hexproof? Prevents non-combat damage. Same thing. Okay, <laughs> there we seconds. go. There we go. Yeah, I just, my, I'm sticking with my answer. I think it's good. I think Tybalt's fine the way he is. I think he just needs a little bit extra protection. I think I use the abilities in an appropriate way. And number three, Pixie Kitten, just stopping the entire game for a time and pulling out the white flag and just like the French <laughs> surrendering this round, and potentially the competition for herself to save us from this misery. Oh, boy. Yeah, I just I just wanted... Let's end this thing. <laughs> let's go to the next competitor. <laughs> all right, all right, Jason. You are the last one. Why sh you the can't convince me? You have one minute, starting now. I took three weird answers and put them into three abilities that could conceivably be on a planeswalker. Would leave the Planeswalker as it is, as a 2-2 with two starting loyalty, perfectly playable. And actually a good card. Uh, I, I feel like the, the other two underutilized some of the prompts they got, which wasn't the assignment. It was to use all three. And uh, I feel like they used things that couldn't be on in a Planeswalker, like giving a Planeswalker Hexproof or giving it First Strike. Because uh, that's what you want in your Planeswalkers. You want them to have First Strike when they're not Gideon. So, all in all, I think I'm the only one that actually bothered to answer the question, and that's why I should be declared the winner. <laughs> and Jason uh, Earl convincing Valley. the judges once again why he is the dominant player in Supreme Verdict for a third time. De John, what do you think of this round? Definitely a convincing third or fourth round for Mr. Alt, uh, but it doesn't matter what you and I think this time, Coach. It, uh, it all goes to the Grand Arbiter. Uh, the, the chat got uh, to have the, I guess, the unlucky assignment for, for round three, but now round four falls solely on Magic with Zuby, the Grand Arbiter for the evening. I don't know, man. This was a tough fought round. I felt like the like as it, the more shows we do of this, the the passion rises, and it's just <laughs> it's really anyone's game. I think everyone showed up. Uh, I don't know how to call this one, but without further ado, let's go to our our Grand Arbiter Zuby. The the votes are in. Let's hear the verdict. The supreme verdict. Our the supreme verdict. So, going over everybody's answers, I did like them. They were all very, I want to say they were all well thought out, but they were very interesting answers. Um, but 
there was only one person among the three that actually answered the question as written down from Johnny Slivers. And with everybody being tied one to one to one, I'm going to have to give this final round and still remaining champ, Jason Alt. Here is your winner. Representing I did it. Brainstorm Brewery, MTG Price, EDH, Rec.com, and Director's <laughs> Cut, Jason Old! Does this mean I have to come back on the next one? Yep. Will my torment never end? Never. No. It'll never end because you keep you know doing well. Like I said, the first two questions were... There were some hard-fought questions. The third one was, uh, this fourth one, though, I feel like you were the only one who actually answered the question correctly. I think I think we actually have to farm a little bit to, uh, oh, there we go, the, the victory music. I think we have to, the next episode probably won't feature the, you know, undefeated. We, we need to get some more competitors with some wins under their belts to kind of uh, uh, bring someone else up to, to challenge uh, the the undefeated Jason Alt, but let's go to uh, well I'll just stick with me because I'm gonna go with the the winner, get his thoughts and the losers of the match. Let's start with PK. PK, wow you uh you came in fighting. I mean you you were uh, I would say that you were the underdog of this, but you know yeah. I think you did a hell of a job. What do you think went Thank right you. for yes, you? you and what do you think went wrong for you? Uh. I'm just not very good at thinking on my feet. So it was, I was probably always going to do poorly, but I, I, I put my best effort out there. Um, I tried. I, I, that's all I can say. You did pull some rounds, which was better than, you know, like Rafael Garcia or myself or even Johnny <laughs> Slivers. We all kind of shat the proverbial bed on Supreme <laughs> Verdict showings. So uh, I, I think that uh, you are kind of a, a, now that you have one under your belt, you, you know what to expect. And, and I think you're someone to watch in the future. Who is someone out there in the Magic the Gathering community that you have your eye on that you would like to compete against? Uh, definitely Efren. From a uh, card sphere. Ooh. Ruh -roh. I would love to compete Ooh, against Efren. That, that would be an interesting one. Efren's I'm gonna try to defend himself. Yeah, I haven't seen Efren, but no, he would yeah, I would definitely I could easily beat Efren. Easily. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds like we're gonna have to we're gonna have to make him show up for this next episode. Pick Pixie Kitten putting in everything she could. Uh, we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you so much. All right, Matt Moore. We're, we're here with Matt Morgan. This was a tough fight. I think probably arguably you were the the most dominant competitor going against uh, Jason. I thought you it, it was neck and neck. I could it was razor thin photo finish all the proverbials. I don't know if I could have called it uh, any differently or you know it, it was I, I'm glad that I didn't have to be the grand arbiter tonight. How do you feel, man? How do you feel about coming up just short uh, of beating your bus? Uh, I, I feel okay. I know I did better than um, a couple of the other guests prior. Narc. We have to find a new <laughs> super fan. I'm sorry. Ooh, Narc just got fired. Ooh. <laughs> he, he got fired Ooh. for reasons he knows. Oh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, it was, it was good coming on. Um, I, I kind of had an idea of what to expect. Uh, Jason's obviously very clever. 
it's not like he, you know, is a failed comedian or anything like that. But oh. um, <laughs> performer, retired, retired comedian. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, it, it, it was a lot of fun. Stage. Oh shit! All right. Oh. Uh, no, but it, it was it was good. Um, I enjoyed it. It was interesting seeing what some of these questions came up with. Uh, yeah. Uh, who? I mean, I. Like I said, with this showing, you've definitely earned another spot on this show if you are so daring to take it. Who out there in the community would you like to compete against, or do you just are you just kind of itching for that rematch against Jason? So and daring. Pixie? Um, I, I think it would. I mean, I would like a rematch against somebody who thinks it's a sh- a shameful thing to be a Rihanna fan, but uh, <laughs> um, no, I, I th- uh, man. I see Jim, especially last week, uh, Jim from Spike Feeders. He and I had some good debate about commanders specifically. Uh, Jim, I know you're in the chat too. I, th- I appreciate your vote, by the way. Uh, let's duke it out sometime and uh, see what happens. All right, Matt Morgan from EDHREC.com, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, sir. All right, and we're here with the undefeated. That's 3-0, and Jason Alt, without breaking a sweat. Well, I think that this one, you actually, it, it came a little closer. The, was this a closer match than you expected, or was it just kind of smooth sailing throughout? I thought that um, the other weeks where I won handily, um, it was a little closer than tonight was. I was uh, a little surprised <laughs> by some of the rulings um, when I thought I was much farther ahead. But that's okay. Uh, none of this matters. So <laughs> I just like to stress that we're playing for no prizes whatsoever. <laughs> and getting upset about that would only a crazy person would get upset <laughs> about this pretend contest. Uh, I had a lot of this fun. This is I, not pretend, sir. <laughs> Very I, I thought at least 25% of the questions were well-written. And, um, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. It's fair. It's fair. And I, I managed to mute my phone, so all the text messages uh, I was getting didn't disturb anybody. <laughs> um, thanks, everyone who watched and uh, who voted for me in the third round, which I completely punted. You're um, welcome. <laughs> now Pixie's pissed off. Oh man! Ooh, no, I'm not. I really trap voted for him. She did. She voted for me because I, I said I, I respect women. Jason. I, 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 hey, I, I think. I think, I think someone's calling you out. What's that? Jason, I think. Tra- oh, oh Trap Tra- Tra- calling you out. Tra- Tra- I think Tra- I could dethrone Jason. Trapixium from the chat. Oh, okay. That's fine. I thought she was saying you're welcome because she voted for me in the third round because she did. Oh, yes. Also, you're welcome because you're awesome. And I'm not totally biased to Jason at all. That's good. Appreciate that. Jason, you have <laughs> you have now taken down uh, every member of the 10 Street Hooligans besides uh, Zuby hasn't competed in this yet. Uh, but you've also taken down uh, some, some pretty formidable foes. Besides Josh, Josh Lee Kwai, like you said last time, uh, because that's not going to happen, who that I could get can we put on the show that uh, could put up well, a fight? Well, you, know you know how we tried to get Dana Roach from EDH RecCast, and when he couldn't do it, we had uh, Matt on? Uh, <laughs> we should get Dana on, like we originally wanted. <laughs> All right, you hear that, Dana Roach? Jesus. That, that is a target on your head, my friend. Uh Dana Roach responds from the chat. He says more moose. So I I don't know. Maybe that's I don't I don't know what kind of response. That's code that word is, for something. But we're gonna go with it. Matt uh, doesn't know what the code is. So I have no idea. <laughs> oh, it's from the uh, the 
the secret group in the EDH Rex Slack that you oh, were invited okay. to. Yeah. Oh, perfect. That's that's fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's let's go to our our grand arbiter Zuby. How do you know you you caught a lot of flack for some for some judging decisions? Do you stand by round by round your decisions? And uh, what did you think overall of this match? And and what are you looking forward to the most on the next Supreme Verdict? Well, I like that this time there was actually some debate going on where I felt like in a previous Supreme Verdict, the first round question went really well. Then sort of the other two competitors besides Jason really just fell off the mark. <laughs> so this was a really, really He's close. talking about you, John. This yeah. was close. I got it. Yeah, yeah, you, you John. And Coach, and Johnny. <laughs> I, hey, wait, 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 wait. I did slightly okay. No, first. Coach actually, I think out of everybody I faced, Coach gave me the toughest time in all three weeks. Yeah. I will say that. I did great tonight, but I think Coach gave me the most grief the first week. All right. For sure. Okay, I, the I, toughest I, it's okay. I put it third round, too, because of fucking time walk. <laughs> yeah. Because <When the> <laughs> I couldn't think walk. of a fucking yeah. reserve card that was better hey. That was better of worthiness. All right. Nope. So, uh, what what are you gonna step in the ring anytime soon, Zoobs? You are the last attention Hogan. That is, uh, I guess I, I guess I have to because I was originally supposed to do it tonight, but since I thought I wasn't gonna even gonna come on, um, so yeah, I need to. Yeah, need thanks to a lot. Bring it and, <laughs> and oh, and I need to make sure I get my butt handed to me as well too. Right. All right. Especially yeah. if I'm doing the commentating. Johnny, it's probably it's probably bad that I'm doing this. Johnny Slivers, it it needs to be all baseball for me, Coach. When you commentate, but 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 why? (laughs) Because baseball's better than football. No, no, that's that's stupid. We don't we don't talk about sports here, right? Yeah. Magic's the only good sport uh, here. If anyone came (laughs) under fire this week, it was you. Uh, Do you have anything to say to defend yourself, or you? I made I, yeah I punted. This is that was my punt. <laughs> hey yeah. Johnny, by the way, we're gonna reject that resignation you've already written up because it's not gonna happen. You're not resigning anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> you have to find me. No one reads the fine print. <laughs> all right, so let's go. Th- that is your episode of Supreme Verdict. I want to thank all the competitors. Are our grand arbiter, our uh, our producer. All everybody. Let's start with the producer. Uh, if he's still around, let's. Uh, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers and probably hiding in a dark corner somewhere. Perfect. Pixie uh, Kitten. Where can everyone find you? Uh, everyone can find me on YouTube on my stupid YouTube channel called Pixie Kitten Plays. Perfect. All right, and uh, Matt Morgan. You can find me on the Twitters at Mathemus55. It's spelled M-A-T-H-I-M-U-S-5-5. Our undefeated competitor, Mr. Jason Alt. I'm on uh, Twitter at Jason E. Alt, and I have a pin post where you can find my uh, many projects, including the project I do on this network called Director's Cut, which I co-host with John Dunning. And our next episode will be about the director, John Waters. Check it out. Cannot wait. Uh, and Mr. The Bazaar from The Coach Card. Everyone can find me on the YouTube channel, The Card Bazaar, and can also find me on Twitter by going coach at the Card Bazaar CC. Um, just the what the hell did we? Yeah. Oh, so John did the audio for the card anthology for Time Spiral, and it's actually do 
I guess people like your voice better than mine because they <laughs> they keep why. going to it. Like what? <laughs> that, that officially makes six episodes, I think, for for uh, John with the card anthology series. So yeah, it's doing I, pretty I good. Need, I, I need to do one coach. I know I got your script. I just haven't had time to do it. That's fine. Totally fun. It's okay. I'm 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 still trying to finish the recording for the Brothers War. I'm almost done. I have like seven chapters left. Yeah, like, it's I, almost I, it's almost there. I had a blast. Like everyone in the community should have uh, doing one of those on their bucket list because it is a ton of fun and the best sign off in the industry. Magic Wazubi. Magic Wazubi can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can find me on YouTube by just searching for Magic Wazubi. And you can also reach out to me on Facebook.com slash Magic Wazubi, on Twitter at Magic Wazubi, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you may email me with any questions you may have at MTGZubi at gmail.com. Perfect. And you can find me on this very channel. They said we said next video after this coming out, like Jason alluded to, is Director's Cut uh, talking about John Waters also uh, announcing first here the next episode of The Hive Mind. We have Titus Lunter, the artist. Uh, he will be on the show uh, very soon. That will be a lot of fun as well. Um, yeah. You, uh, like I, I think I said, uh, find me on Twitter at Orzov Dunn. Uh, until next time, uh, folks, not everyone is on uh, Stranger Things Season 3 Twitter. So let's just back it up and stop talking about spoilers. We'll see you next week. Uh, put it on your